Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Have you heard the news? The best podcast for dinosaur fans is out and a roaring good time for all. What happens when a bolt of lightning hits a digger machine on top of a site that's full of dinosaur fossils? Uh, the digger turns into Digger Rex, of course. Join Digger Rex, the half-dinosaur, half-digger, on his adventures by searching for Digger Rex on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This literary tale, Story Club members, might make you think twice about the dangers of making stuff up. It's one I call the Rage for the Page. This week, Mrs. Hamada said, I'd like you to write in your journals a little every day for a 20-minute period. Write about anything you want, what your day is like, a detailed description about how you make breakfast, maybe some song lyrics or poetry, or you can even try your hand at a story. The sky's the limit. Please just know that I'll be reading and grading your journal based on your participation and the mechanics that we've learned in English class. Oh great, Danny Ruth thought. My life is so boring, and I'm not going to write about what I had for breakfast. Who even cares? Danny was an angry and frustrated boy, but he did have an active imagination. Maybe I'll turn the tables on Mrs. Hamada and write something she can really sink her teeth into. Danny laughed to himself, which made Mary Wilcox, sitting next to him, eye him strangely. Danny hated school, and especially hated doing any kind of homework at all, be it for English, science, or especially, blech, mathematics. But Danny found himself actually loving this assignment once he got into it. For 20 minutes each day in school, he would lose himself in the world he created, feverishly writing down his story in the composition books that the teacher had handed out to be used as journals. Danny created The Rage, a cloudy specter who sucked the souls out of teachers and each soul it consumed made it grow larger and stronger. The Rage was created one day down in the science lab when Mr. Carpenter was mixing together some chemicals he shouldn't have been during a full moon. The combination of the chemical compound fused with the light of the October full moon, the hunter's moon, had a profound effect. There was a huge explosion, knocking the teacher back. Then a great swirling black cloud drifted up from the broken vials. But it didn't dissipate, no. The cloud seemed to absorb the light from the silvery moon. Then the specter descended upon the science teacher, absorbing him completely. The rage, now bigger and stronger, drifted out into the hall and down the hallway, waiting in the shadows until the next day, where it would pounce again. A search went out for poor Mr. Carpenter, but no one could locate him. It didn't make sense. His coat was on the hook, his car was in the parking lot. It was like he was there at school, but wasn't. In the meantime, more teachers disappeared. Mrs. Craven in mathematics, Mr. Hooper in social studies, and Mr. Cronenberg, the principal. The entire time, the malevolent cloud, the rage, was growing bigger and stronger. It didn't eat any students. Okay, well, maybe a few bullies like Tommy Marasco and Billy Jackson, but it mostly left them alone. 
It craved the sour souls of teachers. For some reason, they were the sweetest. And the one it wanted to absorb most was Danny's teacher, Mrs. Hamada. It was making its way to her next. I want to see you after school, Danny, his English teacher said, cutting into his imaginative musings. Uh-oh. So, Danny met with Mrs. Hamada after school. She had his journal pages open. It seems you very clearly understood the assignment of writing a story, but this is unacceptable work. You have a giant cloud monster called the Rage eating all of the administration. I find this work a little aggressive, mean-spirited, and I hate to say, totally inappropriate. Danny shrugged. I was just writing a story like you said. I don't know where it came from, it's just how I felt. So you want horrible cloud monsters eating innocent people? That's a bit worrying, Danny. I think I'm gonna need to call your parents for an emergency conference. No, Danny said. Please, not that, Mrs. Hamada. I'll write something else. Let me take it home and I'll write a nice story about an orphaned puppy and kitten who became friends. Mrs. Hamada regarded him, considering his offer. But then, the room grew suddenly dark. The afternoon light that had been shining in through the window was suddenly eclipsed by a great, big, dark cloud that had drifted in and seemed to watch them. It was the rage. It was real. Somehow, in his anger and frustration and scrawling of ink pen on paper, little Danny Ruth had conjured the monstrous cloud, manifested it right out of his mind. The windows shattered and the teacher screamed. If I created it, Danny thought, maybe I can uncreate it. He and Mrs. Hamada hid behind the desk. Danny grabbed the pen he was using and wrote a new ending to the rage story. The monster cloud, full of souls, would gently free everyone trapped within its cloudy bowels and dissipate into the sky, never bothering anyone again. Danny wrote fast and furiously, but could he do it fast and furiously enough? Now, the lesson of this story, beloved listeners, is to be careful what you wish for. Wouldn't you agree? Now, if I was assigned a story by Mrs. Hamada that I was pretty sure would come true, I would write one about a creepy girl named Ivy who hosted scary stories to hundreds of thousands of listeners from her spooky manor at the edge of a roaring sea. And she existed there with every kind of scrumptious food imaginable. Yeah, I like that story. Now, where's my pen? (laughs) Well, in all seriousness, I'll have to save my scribbles for later because right now, I owe you some riddle answers. I gave you two to solve yesterday. You remember? The first one was, what are a werewolf's favorite days of the year? And the answer is, drumroll please, the Howlidays. Did you get it? What about the second one? It was, after having his teeth cleaned, the werewolf was hungry. What did he eat? And the answer is, the dentist. Did you come up with better answers than the ones I did? Well, after all, this is a club, beloved listeners. And if you have ideas, then feel free to reach out and represent. I really want to hear from you. You can email me at ivy at gokidgo.com. And I'll meet you back here tomorrow for another episode. Because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot 
and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.